Everybody and welcome to the fifth episode of the Insiders on Real Estate and Marketing. I'm Sandy Hibbard and this is my co-host Troy Olson and we're coming to you today from the Oprah room. We came in to shoot after being locked down for two months and uh, we get the special room here and I've got this queen chair so it's uh, quite appropriate to get back in the studio don't you think? Oh, I, I like this the new <laughs> digs get back in the studio. Me too I love it we missed it last month we were on zoom uh, with our friend Crystal from Keller Williams Luxury and we talked about luxury so you can check out that video on the insiderspodcast.com um, so today Troy and I are just hanging out here getting back into uh, the groove of easing out into the world after being locked down or sheltering at home for the last couple of months which have been has been challenging has been weird has been all those things I felt strange pulling my mask off today you know to, to come up here but um, ugh. how are you handling it <laughs> it was a long eight weeks. I think it when uh, when everything got real serious, March 11th or 12th, <laughs> you know, whenever that was, I don't think any of us would have envisioned, you know, eight full weeks. And if if we if I would have known maybe that number uh, of weeks, um, I probably would have, uh, you know, hit the road and, and headed to the farm in Wisconsin know, just to to get away from from everything. But I stayed and kept. You know, grinding it out, and um, you know, I've never said the word Zoom so many times in my life uh, over the past eight weeks. So, uh, but again, I think the worst of it is over, and 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 we're here, and we're uh, we're trying to get back to um, whatever normal looks like. Right, we are too. You know, I'm not sure um, how things are going to roll out. I, I'm a little tense about it. We still. all are. Yeah. We all are. We're not there yet. We're not. And so my family and I, we just made a decision that we're going to keep doing what we do. Now, fortunately, we all work for ourselves right. and we all work from home. So me being locked down in my studio at home isn't really a new thing, but not being able to you know, reach out and touch people and my friends and my clients has been challenging, which we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But we decided that we're just going to, you know, continue on the same course that we've been on, wear our masks when we go out, go to the grocery store, no parties, no events, no friends over until we see the numbers in Dallas drop, because sure. that's what's concerned me is that we haven't really seen that leveling off yet. So uh, it's interesting. But like you, I'm still working. Um, my clients are still working. Everybody's scrambling, trying to figure out how to work in this new normal, yeah. you know. Uh, one thing we want to talk to you about today uh, that I want to mention really quickly is I want to share some tips on Instagram marketing and advertising that is kind of a secret sauce that I've discovered at my company and with my team. So be stay in tune for that because it's going to be good. We're going to talk about marketing um, and how it's affected not only real estate, but what we're seeing in the whole market here in DFW as well. And how do use social media to continue to create awareness for your business? So with that, Troy, um, what have you been doing or not been doing on social media? How have you seen that all of this affect what you're doing in social media? Yeah, I mean, we haven't shied away from any of our marketing efforts with you. I mean, we're still we're still you know, we're still recording, you know, this, the podcast every month. Right. Um, you know, we're still, uh, you know, posting all of our listings when there's price reductions. 
uh, you know, Matterport technology. Uh, I have a couple listings um, coming live. Um, three of them the next three weeks in a row. At least that's the plan, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, how about you? What what's the what's the the number one question that you've heard as a marketer in the last eight weeks from from your clients? Oh wow! Um, help. <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's been help. I haven't had. My clients haven't been scrambling to create new products or to brand out in a different way. They've actually been scrambling to pull back because they've been a little bit concerned about what their money's going to look like in May and June. So here we are in May. So, you know, the question that I've gotten most is how can we maintain a presence and not spend any more money or pull back on expenses right now. It's probably been the biggest thing. It's been a challenge um, for all of us have been affected financially sure. by this. Yeah. And, and, and my company included. But I've wanted to keep my clients rolling, not let there be a hiccup in the flow. So we're keeping it going, but it's been a challenge for some of my clients. It has. Um, I was on the phone with a, with a fellow agent uh, on the way down here and, you know, has some new construction listings from some builders. And mm -hmm. again, you know, at least in, in my business, buyers aren't as plentiful, you know, as they were, right. you know, a couple months ago. And, you know, traffic on listings is, is certainly down. You know, we, we weathered the storm of, of March and April, but mm -hmm. when things were slow in March, that's going to affect May. And when they're slow in April, that's going to affect June. Right. So, um, we're back in, um, we're doing bold at Keller Williams again, but mm -hmm. this time it's called bold pivot. Mm -hmm. And instead of being in the classroom once a week for eight hours, seven weeks in a row together, you know, we're doing it on, on Facebook. And I think there's, you know, 40, 50 some thousand people that are mm -hmm. doing it. And, you know, yesterday's session was all about expenses is mm -hmm. monitoring your expenses and then challenging us mm -hmm. to look at our monthly expenses mm -hmm. and go, where can you eliminate certain things mm -hmm. while doubling down on lead generation and, right. and prospecting? Whether it be, you know, you don't need doggy daycare right now because, you know, you're at home and the dog <laughs> can be home with you. Right. So you just got to think about, you know, are there memberships that you can put on hold for yeah. now to eliminate cost without, again, eliminating prospecting and lead generation? Exactly. And, and to that point, Troy, it makes me think of the the age old thing that we all know in marketing and that is when times get tough the first thing that goes is marketing mm -hmm. and what i'm seeing in the market right now with my clients with my prospects with the professionals other marketing professionals like myself talk about is that we have to look at marketing as our right arm in our business it's an extension of our business so just like you wouldn't cut off your mls account. It's a, it's, it's a lifeline to what we do. You can't cut off your marketing. Right. I mean, you can't. You've got to make room for a marketing budget, no matter where you are, what you're doing. If I were to stop my marketing right now, because my income is down, then what, what is going to happen? I'm going to go into the, the black hole of forgetfulness. The people who are used to seeing me on a daily basis online are used to getting my emails on a weekly basis, are used to getting my newsletters on a monthly basis. They're going to forget me. They don't, they don't miss you. They don't say, why, am I not here? Why, why aren't I hearing from Sandy? They're, they just don't think of you anymore. And so I think it's so important for realtors, especially to 
And the reason I'm saying this is I've seen just the opposite. In my 20 years in this business, that's always the first thing that goes. Right. You've got to find a way to budget to keep that marketing going. On our, on our 8.30 a.m. morning huddle, um, uh, Monday or Tuesday this week, our team leader was talking about, you know, some agents are treating this as, you know, a snow day. It's like a really long snow day <laughs> and you cannot go like into, this. you can't go into hibernation. You've got to stay visible yeah. and you have to let, you know, your, your sellers and your buyers and even the ones that are in holding patterns because they can't travel here to look at houses or they're hesitant to go on the market right now. You have to show them that you are still engaged mm -hmm. or, you know, who knows when somebody's going to come along and, mm -hmm and uh, you know, cross paths with them and, oh, strike up a conversation about you know, what you're doing and mm -hmm. now they're in their mind, in their ear, and, and you're not and you've been replaced. So mm -hmm. you know, we're doing everything we can here to, to stay as engaged um, you know, as we can with, with our clients. Probably the biggest thing that's on everybody's mind is video. Mm -hmm. Because it's a way that we can at least feel a virtual touch by seeing the people we love, by seeing the people we work with and things like that. But people are so uncomfortable with that. Well, and, and we've talked about that before. Again, we're sitting here, you know, I've got makeup on and a jacket and, you know, that's not an everyday, all day thing. You know, went out and purchased, you know, a gimbal and, um, you know, my assistant is, is here today and, you know, we're taking videos and fun behind the scenes stuff and getting out and doing, you know, walkthroughs of properties. Again, you can do a lot on FaceTime. Um, I have an out-of-state, I have an out-of-state buyer from Colorado and a house wasn't even on the market yet. And they didn't use FaceTime and Skype and Zoom and all that stuff. So, you know, I went out and took a bunch of photos of the house, took a bunch of videos of the house and then had to, you know, cut them up and, and email them in, in small bits. Yeah. So, you know, him and his wife can see the property. You know, normally you would just throw up the FaceTime and you'd be walking through or again, you'd be sending them a, a link of a virtual tour. This mm -hmm. is a house that's not on the market for another two weeks. Mm -hmm. I just happen to know, you know, um, where it is and that it's coming. So just try to show them that show them some value of staying engaged, uh, but using video. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of my um, mentors, Gary V, talks about how we overthink everything too much. And uh, another mentor of mine, Allie Brown, years ago, she talked about the same thing. She said, you've got to take the leap sometimes into marketing, into trying new things, into experimenting with new avenues for your business, rather than waiting for everything to be perfect. Kind of like, you know, deciding to have a kid. It's never the perfect time to have a kid. It's never, you're never going to have enough money and enough time to raise a child. You just do it because it's what you love and it's what you want. So marketing, in, especially in video, it's really about overcoming that obstacle of ourself and not overthink it too much. Don't think you've got to go out and spend a lot of money buying uh, different programs and different gadgets. If you've got the money and you've got the tech savvy, then absolutely do that. Play with it and have fun. But but most people that are a little bit uh, afraid of the video thing, that's not the case with them. It's, it's them. It's they, their own insecurity. They find that as an excuse to prolong it. It's like, exactly. it's like going to the gym. I got to get new shoes. I got to get a new <laughs> outfit. Just get in the car and get to the parking yeah. lot. That's half the battle. Yeah. Now get yourself to go in the door. Get on a machine. I don't care what machine. Just get on a machine. Exactly. Take a video, record a video, have fun with it, and, and go. Do something. Yeah. Activity breeds results, yeah. especially in a lockdown. Um, you got to get past your insecurities. Just be you. 
and be confident in that. So on the video spectrum, that's what it's all about. I mean, get out there and don't be afraid of the camera. Don't overthink things. Um, if you have an idea, push it out. Call me, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll brainstorm it and come up with the strategy. But uh, my clients that are over at Compass, uh, the Indigo Sky Group, they launched over these last two months a video series. So now they're taking turns, they're tag teaming with members of the team to do market updates and just homeowner tips every single week that we're pushing out on IGTV and Instagram and Facebook and stories and their YouTube channel. So they've taken this quiet time, if you will, to hone in on their marketing, which we've been talking about this for the last three episodes, you know, take this time to hone in on the things that you need to do that are laying to the side and leverage them. Well, and with that example, it gets the whole team involved. It's not yeah. just, you know, the team leader or the face of the franchise. It's the whole team. Get everybody involved. Get everybody comfortable with yeah. video. Because again, when our production gets back to where it was, you don't want to step away from doing video. So now the team members are more comfortable doing it so they can go out and shoot a video for the team leaders right. uh, to help and post it. Right. You know, another win that I've seen this last two months is with Sharon Ketko. Um, she has always had a Friday newsletter for her open houses. I mean, when nobody was doing open houses mm -hmm. a few years ago, Sharon Ketko was plugging out open houses. And I'm not talking mid-range luxury. I'm right. talking uber luxury. Yeah, no, she's very high in luxury. Yeah, fabulous homes, incredible team that she's got. And so... I think it was a month ago, I get her Friday newsletter and it was, she, she had done the pivot yep. and the whole newsletter was about the virtual tour. Mm -hmm. And so now it's not Friday's open house, it's Friday's open house virtual tour. So she selects the properties and she puts that out to her database. And now you can go and I can sit and look through all these homes. I mean, I thought it was brilliant. I actually forwarded her email to all my clients saying, you need to do this. This is something that's so important. Well, and, and again, I, I did receive that and mm -hmm. it was very well done. She's in the kitchen, you know, of a, of a very, you know, gourmet luxury, you know, home. And, and, and yep. I, I, I referenced that. I did see that. So yep. um, how are you able to shift um, in such a short period of time? Like I said, I mean, this kind of hit like a ton of bricks. And I'm not saying that the problem, you know, wasn't serious, you know, in, in mid to late February. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't until everything went into shelter in place, lockdown, whether it, you know, March 11th, 12th ish. Yeah. Um, I was in um, uh, Rockford, Illinois uh, in a class, you know, the night that the NBA shut down and the NCAA tournament, mm -hmm. you know, was canceled. And, and I know that sports are only a small aspect of it, but when things it's start getting, life. Yeah. But that when things start getting canceled and postponed and you're out of town it's like what's it going to be like at the airport what's it going to be like you know on the airplane and and that was the last time that i was ever really around mm -hmm. you know a large group of people and literally we're talking you know 61 62 days ago from when we're doing this so wow. how are you able to just shift really quickly well fortunately i have a good support team i guess the the short answer is I got creative and I got over myself and I saw that there were things that needed to be done that I can't plan for, that I can't do a strategy on, but hey, I have something to say. So today I'm going to pull out my camera, I'm going to do a video and I'm going to shoot it over to my clients. So uh, 
for me, it was kind of easy because I work from home because I work virtually. Now, for people who don't work virtually, they're going to have other obstacles. But that's how it was easy for me to pivot is because I had my tools in place that were virtual tools, tools already. And that helped me move into this time seamlessly because I was ready to go, basically. So you've referenced um, Instagram a lot. Would, would you say that platform uh, has been the most beneficial for you over the past eight weeks? Absolutely. Okay. It has because um, not only do I have a really good and responsive following on Instagram, but it has the IGTV option now, which is really cool because Instagrammers are there to see beautiful imagery. They don't want to see ads. At least they don't want to feel like they're seeing mm -hmm. ads. They, they, they don't want to see a lot of jumbled text and things like that. So um, video formats sometimes look a little lackluster on that kind of a site. But IGTV has the preview mode so that I can upload a video to IGTV, which is part of my Instagram profile. And it will shoot over the, if I want to use an uploaded thumbnail for the video, I can, or it will choose it for me. But it shoots that preview over to my Instagram feed so that when you're looking through your feed and my video comes up, it either looks like a beautiful picture, but you can see that it's a video. And if you click on it, you get the review of it. And then it immediately populates it over to IGTV. So this keeps your, your people inside Instagram and it takes them straight to your profile. They're not having to go over to YouTube to watch the video. They're not having to go to a different link. They're not linking anywhere. They're staying in Instagram. So to me, marketing during this time with video, Instagram's been the deal. And then you can shoot it up on your stories as well. So you've got stories, IGTV, and your Instagram feed. And so for realtors right now, what, what I'm pushing for realtors, um, in my sphere that I want to bring into my client fold is the Insta branding because it takes care of all of that plus your other social media, which I think is really all that you need right now. If you're doing that, if you've got Instagramming, Facebook stories, YouTube, if you've got that happening during this time for you, and then you can go out and make your calls and do what you need to do as a realtor, then you're covering all the bases. But Instagram for sure, I think has been super valuable for not only me but my clients as well i mean we've started pushing out stories on you every day yeah so we did a big um a big blast on on youtube uh, primarily to you know obviously promote promote the show mm -hmm. and i think in one day you know we went from we increased it 47 or 48 uh subscribers just in a one day that's uh, great again all we had to do was ask yeah you know, now did hey, you did you, uh, was that an ad that you sent out or was it a, uh, a blast? It was an email blast. So in one day we got that. And that see, that's a really responsive group you've yeah. got there. That's well, the and again, the, these are past clients. Mm -hmm. You know, these are our, our past clients from maybe the last, you know, six or seven years that, uh, you know, we're still involved in with, uh, you know, with our database. And, uh, you know, we're going to be sending another one out as the uh, tax dispute, you know, dates and stuff are starting to, to come out for each county. Mm -hmm. and, and we have clients in primarily three, three counties mm -hmm. uh, here in, in North Texas. And, you know, we're going to ask them again, you know, for, you know, valuable information like this, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. So again, yeah. I hope for it to, you know, increase, you know, another level just like that as we get into, mm -hmm. you know, triple digits and beyond. 
I think that's something we're talking about for a second, the ask. Mm -hmm. um, building our list is so important. And I was thinking when I was dressing this morning, when I was thinking about the show, that so much of the dynamic benefit that we get from our marketing is in our lists. Mm -hmm. But how do we grow that list? You know, well, and, and, and something Gary Kell talks is, you know, you know, feed your database, you know, feed your database. Absolutely. And it's, it has to grow. It has to continue to grow yeah. every day with with contacts that you come across. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're we're coming across a lot less in person, yeah. you know, now based on the situation. But, you know, whether it's still a, a builder that we're doing, you know, a, a walkthrough with or an mm -hmm. orientation with virtually, which, mm -hmm. you know, that was a first for me over the past uh, eight weeks, but we mm -hmm. did it. Just getting people that you come across, um, you know, I'm in a networking group. And, you know, we still meet on a weekly basis mm -hmm. and we still have guests that are joining. Again, you don't have quite the same ability to build a relationship, you know, over Zoom, somebody you've never met versus right. having chit chat in the morning before <laughs> we sit. Challenges. But again, it, it, it will get back to where, you know, we do meet in person. In fact, um, I think tomorrow uh, morning um, when we do this, we'll make a decision of, OK, are we doing this for you know, two more weeks and then we'll go. And there's about 22 of us uh, in the group. So in the room is big enough for us to, you know, be spread out um, in order and yet still get together. Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully our, our guest list will continue to grow from yeah. there. But you've got to feed the database you know, on a daily, weekly basis. You have to. And, and going back to the ask, I think that to, when you can't go out and meet people and take that information and add them to your database, what we can do is we can use our website, we mm -hmm. can use our social media, we can use email, we can use our newsletters to keep pushing out that information and asking for people to join us. You know, there's a simple way in marketing to uh, create a landing page, send out your e-blast and point it to a landing page of something that you're offering. Um, one of my clients, they just produced, I produced for them their spring and summer buying guides mm -hmm. for real estate. They've got them for sellers, they've got them for buyers. And so this is a, a tool that you can use to offer to build your client database or to build your database. So you can offer it via an email blast saying, go to this landing page and download your free um, buying guide. Um, you can add that to your website. You can have a password protected place on your website where you send them to go download this. And in order to download, they've got to give you your email. So there are a lot of creative ways and things that you can do to build your database right now while we're still staying close to home. It's just asking for it. And I think that's really, really important. Changing on a dime is critical right now. You've got to be willing. Adapt. You have to. to. Adapt. Like I said, or you're just going to get, you know, run over yeah. or passed on the road. Um, we've all had to do it. Absolutely. It's really critical. Um, now that everybody's online, I mean, uh, one of the things that I was pushing to my realtors these last two months is go get virtual tours of your home. And if you don't have a professional photographer slash tour company like you and I've talked mm -hmm. about in past episodes, then get your Facebook, get your phone and go through the house yourself. Yeah. I mean, make it fun. We've got to give people more than we've ever given them in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Just I because mean, there's less to. people out there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really important. So I want to talk about Instabranding for a few minutes. And uh, right now, it's the best thing, like what I was telling you earlier, that we have the different aspects that we can use for video and for posts and things like that. Um, but unfortunately, on all these platforms right now, if you've ever looked at your Facebook page and you've got great content, 
I know because I, I put it there for Because you build it. Nobody engages, you know. Mine, I was talking to uh, my daughter who works for me, my team member, and I was like, you know, it's so discouraging because I've got this great poetry site that I have. And not that everybody's into poetry, but it's beautiful and it's got great stuff. And I've got my Facebook page and nobody ever looks at those things. And we were talking about it and basically... It's because we're not paying for it. So guys, you have to pay to play on social media. If you really want to get your numbers up on your business profiles, if you don't have a real interactive audience already, then pay to play is going to help you. Now, I've always said that I believe in organic growth over ad growth because organic growth is coming because people like you, they know you, you're talking to them, you're liking their stuff. So that's number one. But pay to play isn't such a bad thing to have like running in the background. And what we do at Sandy Hibbard Creative on our Insta branding program, if we engage a client or they, a client engages us to do an advertising campaign, we've got a little special sauce that we've been using that's been uh, proving to be exceptionally good. And what we're doing in essence is instead of running one ad, we're running 15. Okay. And here's the reason. I mean, think about it. You, you're seeing so many different people on that platform from every kind of walk of life has a chance to see that ad. Any time of day, story, feed, wherever. So how do you hit them all? You can't hit them all with just one. So in our Insta branding advertising program, uh, I'll go in there. I create 15 ads for you. And then we use our algorithm and our secret sauce in the background to get those placed where they need to place. And then over a period of time, it shakes it down. It's like putting a sifter on it. And what doesn't work falls off. What works rises to the top. And we may wind up over the period of a campaign with three ads that are hot, hot, hot. And so we'll push all the money to those three right. ads. But initially, we're going to test out as much creative as we possibly can to kind of see what's going to work for your for your people so you're able to track the success meter yep okay absolutely so i think that's something that uh realtors need to start playing with a little bit more i think just straight facebook ads and boosting posts are good it's a staple but why not go a little be above and beyond and try something a little bit more in depth doing that's not enough we need to do this as yeah. well yeah totally agree are you using hashtags um, don't forget that. That's a basic, but if you're running an Instagram program, if you're just running your posts, uh, when you work with Sandy Hibbert Creative, we always create hashtags for each post that complements the post as well as your brand hashtags. But hashtags are like your keywords. They're like search terms. So people will find you based on hashtags or you can leave it up to chance. So hashtags are really, really important. I'm posting daily and using stories. I've become a real proponent of stories. I, I, and it's because I notice in myself that when I'm just flipping through social media, I'm usually flipping through stories. That's what I'm doing. Rather than the feed, and I'll go through the feed, but somehow those stories kind of suck me in and, and I'm just flipping through. So I Keeps think you engaged. stories is where you need to be to get engaged. Yeah. Well, Troy? Let's look at what our takeaways are from today. I mean, we've talked a little bit of a hodgepodge all over the place, sure. but I think right now, let's give a formula. Let's, let's give a one, two, three punch that someone can take into their marketing strategy. 
Well, for me, it's it's again, we don't know what normal looks like when we're when we're coming out of this. Um, again, things are, are going to be done, you know, somewhat differently. So you have to, you know, adapt to technology. If if technology is frightening or intimidating to you, then, you know, you need to, you know, work with somebody who understands it that can help implement it. Um, I think that the team concept in real estate will continue to to grow. Uh, you know, a lot of agents may not be able to stand on their own with expenses while spending money into marketing. So I, I think that the team concept, uh, the number of them either forming or growing, um, you know, will continue. And we need to use social media and, and videos and, and Matterports and, and the word virtual and Zoom and, you know, go to meeting. You know, we need to use, you know, that stuff more than ever before. We've had all those tools. We've had them, but it wasn't, it wasn't, your hand wasn't forced, you know, to use them. And when you go out on listing appointments and, you know, people are asking you, and, and, and I did my first, you know, listing appointment virtual, which was different. Oh my gosh, yeah, because I, I want to hear about that. You just, you don't have the ability to see and read, you know, body language mm -hmm. and you're not seeing the full scope uh, of, of what you're working with. Mm -hmm. So again, that's not going to go away. Um, you know, buyer consults, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit more in depth. So... Um, Again, we're just going to have to adapt. Uh, I got to do a better job of, uh, uh, of it as well. So um, how about you? Like, what are, what are your takeaways from today and, and going forward into, you know, the rest of this year? Gosh, okay. First takeaway from today that I want to drive home is that your marketing is your right arm of your business. And you wouldn't cut off your right arm because times got tough. Mm -hmm. So you have to keep your marketing going. You might need to scale back sometimes. Um, even a little bit of marketing is better than nothing. So I think it's really important for realtors, whether they're, um, whether they're building a, a new business or teams that are trying to grow, that you've got to remember that marketing has to be a part of your budget, a part of the business plan. It's so vital. Um, second thing, invest in Instagram campaigns. I think it's huge right now. Um, it will grow your base and it will give you responses and it will give you a taste of the market and what sales and what's good, which will help you then determine better how to create your feeds and how to create content. And then the third thing is uh, just mimicking what you just said. We've got to be willing to pivot and change. Get over yourself, lose the insecurities. Um, I always tell my clients, my photography clients, when I've done shoots and they're like, oh, I don't smile or I feel funny smiling or whatever. And I'll go, then look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think I the, told you that. One. Those are the two options. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, get over yourself and smile and, and put out that good energy. And it has so much power, especially in this virtual visual market that we're in right now. So. Uh, that's what I leave you with. Troy, thank you thank so you. much. Um, it's good to meet your assistant. I'm glad she's here. Um, guys, we've got more in store in episode six and seven. We're going to be having guests that we'll be announcing soon to come in and talk to us about all things real estate and all things marketing. So thank you again for tuning in to the insiders on real estate and marketing. Ciao.